Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast and we've done it. We've finally Ruddy done it. No one was ever doubting it at all, were they? No one on this table ever doubted it would happen. Nobody on this table. Nobody, Nobody on this table no. No. doubted it would happen. But it's finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. Bloody done it. Premier League. Bloody, bloody done it. Um, so we're going to talk obviously about promotion and all the different things that have gone on with that. Blues game, uh, Polton preview, Twitter corner and all the rest. But gentlemen, how do we all feel now it's all been signed, sealed, delivered on yours? I think, you know, it's, it's a strange feeling because it's been coming for a while, I guess. Um, and if you'd asked me before the Middlesbrough game, I just said it was quite routine. But then we had that real patch of, you know, almost, you know, being put through the mill as fans in mm. terms of going down to nine men against Middlesbrough, the two penalty situation against Cardiff, and we had like the drama of a whole season sort of you know crammed into a in few games. Two games, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, now we've had a proper sort of promotion. Now it was it wasn't too easy in the end, I guess. We never do things the easy way, do we? No. But well, we kind of have this season we? with this, yeah. But it, we've we've won we won the league after Derby away. In my eyes, it was that it was that <laughs> I was that convinced. I'll tell a lot of it. Maybe <laughs> October, November, I thought yeah. it was going to go up. Um, but then you get like, the Middlesbrough game, the Cardiff game, two weeks in a row, and you think, the, you look in after them sort of games. And the only thing I can say now is when's Taliska being announced? Mm. I love it. Yeah. love it it was Taliska. Oh, it's it got to happen. Wouldn't it? After all the uh, the summer transfer and everything, and then we get an even bigger name than expected. Yeah. With Wilshire on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Which is definitely better than Jamie O'Hara. Um... <laughs> It was obviously all confirmed on Saturday night before Wolves even played. Brentford's late equaliser against Fulham uh, gave Wolves enough to win. How would, were anyone watching the game on Saturday night or were we just kind of following on Twitter? How did everyone kind of react when the moment happened? I, I found it quite odd because I think I'd, I'd literally just tweeted saying, oh, don't mind Fulham winning. You know, with Cardiff winning, Fulham can win. I'd rather they get second. And then immediately the tweets were coming out that we've just won promotion and it was... It was just from that feeling of, oh, okay, whatever, we'll go until tomorrow, to, fucking hell, we've done it, we're actually here. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? What, how did they answer I'll, before I'll, the game? I watched about 60 minutes of it from like, the first half to the full time, but I was that hungover, I couldn't even appreciate getting promoted. <laughs> I, I went to Paris for a couple of days, I came back, I mean, you saw the pictures of the group, I was on that monkey shoulder whiskey. Yeah. And, yeah, I was, I was in a bad way Saturday. <laughs> I think I was still half pissed, but I was that tired. I just couldn't appreciate it. But Brentford should have won that game. They, they had some decent chances. The penalty they didn't get given in the first half was ridiculous. It was a, mm. uh, it was Johansson made a right save with his hands. But we got there. We did. We the did pressure's it. back on Fulham now. Mm. I still think Fulham, with their fixture list, have, have got it in the bag. Mm. But the pressure's definitely on them. But, I mean, they've got to go away to Millwall next, I believe. It's uh, this Friday, I think. Is it Friday? Friday? I mean, that's not where you want to go on a Friday yeah. night. Friday is night in Millwall. Yeah. A bit of fun. Yeah, I was watching, uh, well, I was. I had to follow it on Twitter because I had to allow Thomas the Tank Engine to be on the telly, <laughs> of course. Um, and I was like, Andy, I was just looking at Twitter and thinking, well, it's nearly full time now. It's done now. I'll just wait for it. And I just saw somebody randomly say Brentford is school. And I was like, what? Mm. What? And then just went absolutely crazy. It was great. I just didn't in know a, to do in a calm, myself. respective yeah. manner, of course. Because like when we won promotion against QPR a few years ago, obviously you're there, you're with everybody, and it's. Bro, sort of just sat there with Mother Half, who doesn't really follow football, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just need to do something." <laughs> yeah. Was there a sense of anticlimax with it all? Because usually you like to see the team winning the game on the day, seeing all those emotions, and it, on Saturday night it felt like, "Yeah, we've done it," but when really not going to have that moment tomorrow you can't you can't really beat that feeling I don't think no. and we've had it I mean in our lives I think we've done three times we've been up now um, obviously we had the playoff final which is probably yeah. the, the absolute peak of yeah. you know yeah. trying to clinch a promotion QPR again you know real amazing feeling once more but this time yeah a little bit underwhelming mm. I don't I don't want to play it down no, because yeah, it's still yeah. an yeah. incredible achievement yeah. um, but with, you know, the kind of almost runaway nature of, of us winning the title and, you know, combined with the fact that we didn't get to play to, to win the game, it was mm. a little bit underwhelming, to be honest, yeah. What did we make of the player celebrations? Because that kind of, wouldn't you, mm. maybe there was an underwhelming when you watch the celebrations on, on, on Twitter and, and wherever, and it was just really, love to see that moment where they're watching the screen. There was a bit yeah. of a worried face at Cody at one point, thinking what's mm. going on, and they just all burst into 
cheer. It, it, was, it great. was great to see them all genuinely as a team, and you saw all of the tweets from even players like Jordan Graham and, and whoever who haven't really been all that involved, but you can tell it actually means mm. so much to them as well. It wasn't quite Jamie Vardy party esque, no. was it? Unfortunately. <laughs> Not quite. Unfortunately. But you saw it's funny because <laughs> nearly half the people in that group were filming it. So, on, like on Instagram, you saw the same reaction from the tiniest yeah. little different angle. It was incredible. And then there was that one heartbreaking angle where everyone's celebrating, jumping on each other, and Jeff's on his own, wondering where, whether he can join in or not. And he, he should have gone in. He should have done a full-on Real Ferdinand on top of the shoulders, yeah. Jeff should have. If he could have jumped on, on top of Willy Bolly, Jeff jumping on his shoulders. Yeah. That, was, that was the only thing that was missing from that video. But you could imagine Jeff Shea on Willy Bolly's shoulders. Sort of like the Tony Adams. and Who was the one he dropped on the, that cup final? Oh, oh Steve David. Morrow, was it? Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. You could just imagine those scenes. But then, the, great. but then there was the clip where they soaked him in the changing rooms yes. after we got promoted. Yeah. So all's well that ends well. <laughs> well, the big, the the most important thing of this promotion, of course, FIFA 19. Molyneux That's will brilliant. be on FIFA 19. No more Ivy Lane. The Ivy <laughs> Lane Ivy curse Lane. is done. <laughs> We've done it, and it's going to be really weird seeing Molyneux on FIFA. And I'm just, I'm looking forward to that more than anything else. Just buy FIFA. And playing a game yeah. of wars at Molyneux. Having waited this long to actually see them see it on, it will be something special. And it will be EA will come out and go, we're not bothering anymore now with it. Probably. <laughs> or it will be us that knocks one stand down, so half of the stadium, <laughs> you know, not even on the, yeah. on the game. Just people shaking their heads, listening to this, thinking, I still play Pro Evo. <laughs> and they're going to be looking for like West Midlands gold. And like yeah, some yeah. I think that's just stadium. due, to be honest. I used to be fully pro Evo, but then after about FIFA 09, it was it was FIFA all the yeah, way. Yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah, carry on. But it's, <laughs> but I just I'm just it 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 was that over the last few weeks, just thinking in my head, come on, I want I want to play Molyneux on FIFA, please, please, Wolves Barcelona or whatever, yeah. Molyneux every every day of the week. See, I'm looking forward to getting a sticker album just to see Wolves in there. Oh yeah. I want the the, the shiny Wolves head and yeah. Yeah, just for that. I don't care about feeling anything else in the book. I just want the Wolves theme. Just to prove that, you know, Ruben yeah. has actually played for us at yeah. one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, we need to read um, out these emails all I had from um, Callum Evans, who he tweeted us that evening to say, or oh, I think it was the, was it when did Man City Spurs play? Was it that evening? That yes. Played? Yeah. Um, that, uh, on Dutch TV at half time, they interviewed Paul Gladden via Skype about the Wolves promotion. So he sent us a picture of Gladden on the screen. I thought, oh, that's quite And he sent us an email about it. Uh, did Gladden like, commit his future to say he's, he's going to fight for his place? Well, well, he this, didn't. Well, this is the thing, right? Right. So he, he, email started, you know, he sent this email in about um, uh, the picture. And he says, despite talk starting by talking about the success and the importance of promotion to the club, in typical fashion for a man who openly ate curry every week, he quickly began talking about how the promotion benefited him. When asked if he hoped to sign a new deal, he spent two minutes explaining and laughing about how promotion means that despite having been away from the club all year, promotion meant his salary had doubled. Wow. <laughs> Shit, I wow. thought mm. I thought you'd appreciate the absolutely zero fucks given by the man. Good work, guys. Thanks. <laughs> He's wow. gladding all over. Yeah. Yeah. He was just rubbing his hands there. He's going to buy yeah. shares in Shift or Bolton now. Isn't <laughs> whoever his he's agent gonna buy, is, he's going to buy yeah. Shift Bolton. That is absolutely done him an absolute service. But I mean, that's probably it the same. Been on a massive wage. It's probably well, a clause in the contract. He, isn't I it? thought he would have been on a decent Championship wage coming over. Yeah, probably not one of the top earners by any stretch, but he'd be on a you know a fair wage. I would say he can't be on more than eighteen now. Would he have well, been I mean, on like? I oh, mean, if, now we mean with the, yeah, with with the, the double. double yeah. But even that, I mean, would I play? Would I Gladden be worth nine grand a week? There's no club in Holland probably affording that in real no. terms. We're I would still imagine, probably supplementing his wages yeah. while he's out there. Um, it's, yeah, like I say, fair play to his agent, you know. But I imagine it. that's what we've done with a lot of players. I mean, obviously, that's what the rumours are with Neves that he's on a championship wage that yeah. will be. Mm trebled or whatever once we get up so I imagine yeah. that was the, the way they've enticed these guys in and especially when Fosen came in when they bought those players it like it's in probably was a clause in the contract to say we get promoted and it probably still applies yeah. to him yeah. yeah and but I imagine he was 
plan to be a part of that actual promotion <laughs> at some point. So he'd have earned it, but yeah. wow. Oh, Paul uh, Gladden. get fine now for FFP because of Paul Gladden's double yeah. wage increase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, lads, but you're nine grand a week over. What's, uh... Gladden. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll just go a bit, in, a bit of news. And um, after the game against Blues, a little interview with uh, Ruben Neves. And the title of the post you've seen probably a lot online is that he wants to stay, doesn't he? He wants to stay. But in the article, I notice he says, uh, if it's possible... I would like to stay here to have my first year in the Premier League. He's putting the foundations in for a move, isn't he, lads? One year in the Premier League. But surely if we get Europe in the first year of the Premier League, you'll want to stay to get... It's not about money, Ruben. (laughs) (laughs) See, my my, my thoughts on this is that unless he has a a stupendous World Cup in which then... Ramsey will come calling. Exactly. Um, he'll be with us for a year to, oh, he's almost still got to prove he's a top six standard in the Premier League yeah. and then if he does he'll be gone you can't we, then keep yeah. hold of him really and I, I don't think there'd be many people who would be too begrudging of him to, to go and make those million dollars that he, he deserves because like you said I think Real Madrid is a realistic possibility for him I wouldn't begrudge in, him, him going this summer if someone really big yeah. comes in top four I'll be, club I'll be comes in for him but as long as Nuno Dalgo will be fine. To be honest, I think he's done more for us than we've probably done for him in, in many ways. Mm. You know, he's obviously been in the shot window, but yeah, you can't argue with his contribution on the pitch for the club. And you know, we, we'll get our, our bang for our buck in that sense. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we will definitely make a serious profit on this guy because he's an unbelievable player. And even six months in the Premier League next year, we'll probably we, he'll he'll play well. I, I I can't see him not doing well, mm. um, and that'll double his value even. Yeah, you know, by easily. January, I mean, by January. nearly sixteen million. Mm-hmm. We could get e thirty five. Even now, I think I'd put it up to fifty. Genuinely, yeah. 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 If, yeah. If he has a good World Cup as well, mm. I don't see how. Honestly, on a four year mm. contract, why we'd take anything less? To be honest, yeah, yeah, four true. years mm. left. Just think yeah. of the shirt sales if he if he has a, a big World Cup, and then <laughs> I, you might have saw it on Twitter. I got thousand to one, and Ruben Nevers to win the Ballon d'Or. At, at any point in his career, this, this year. Oh, really? If he has a, well. if he single-handedly wins the World Cup for Portugal, <laughs> he's, well, a they, thousand to one's worth a ten. The problem is, yeah. the problem is Ronaldo will win it regardless. Mm, yeah. So you maybe yeah. How pissed off would Ronaldo be if he was outshone by a twenty-year-old? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's future Portuguese captain, though, isn't he? He absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't look. No he doesn't look it. twenty-one though. I no. still can't understand that. Doesn't compute in my head. Because we're old now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> officially. We're not he, old. He looks old. like he's in his late 20s, early 30s. It's like like yeah. well. the wisdom behind his eyes and his feet. <laughs> he's lived a life all on the pitch. He's just aged that, yeah. I think, therefore, I rave. I mean, play. That was my saying. The other day. <laughs> therefore, I rave. Um, other news a uh, story in the Telegraph this week saying Wolves are poised to sign both a Bolly and a Phobie for a combined 20 million. Uh, now, gentlemen, Bolly seems the obvious one, but Benicophobi, would you take him on a permanent loan for £10 million? I think if you look at the headline and you said between the pair of them, £20 million, you probably wouldn't really argue with it. Mm. Um, in isolation, I'm a bit nervous about the striker situation, to be honest, because there's you know drawbacks to both of the strikers that we've got mm. at the moment. You know, Bonatini's just, you know, not even half the player that he was in the first half of the season. Afobi's had a crack, not really, you know, tore up any trees at all. Whether Nuno can get the best out of him, I'm not 100% sure at that level. Um, so £10 million isn't necessarily, uh, you know, money you want to just be throwing around. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I'd i have him as a, a squad player, mm. a backup striker, but we're not for £10 million. And the problem is Bournemouth are going to want to make back the money. It's the same sort of situation with Van Dijk, eight million though, isn't it? You'd probably want him as a squad player, but mm. not for that value. Yeah, you wouldn't pay that for him at all. But is that the going right for a squad player in the Premier League? Yeah, as well. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's you know, thing, if that's it? if that's it, you just you, you, you do have to shell out a little bit more. You know, we we are back in previous Premier League seasons when we've been up there. You know, we've been paying sort of four or five million pounds for a player, and that's been a lot of money. Mm. You know, and and now you just got to realise, you know, the inflation. In transfer yeah. fees, it's just the way it is. I mean, the market's just ridiculous now, isn't it? Yeah. Ever since the Neymar transfer, everything's just 
What? You're, you're paying like 50% more yeah. than you mm. need to. What once was a £5 million player is now a £20 million mm. player in real terms. That's pocket change, really, isn't it? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's guys, pocket yeah. change. Well, Big Willie, it's the obvious one, isn't it? 100%. Get Big you, Willie yeah. in. You can't... I mean, don't get me wrong, please, when we said we'd sign Jota, but I was kind of hoping they were saying that Bolly was going to be the one that they signed. Mm. Just because I think he's the one who's more likely of the two to not be here next mm. season. It seems so I'd like to have yeah. tied him down earlier. I've noticed in these last few games, sometimes it's just seemed a bit too easy for him, isn't it? He just he almost has this sense of, yeah, okay, I've got the ball, I'll pass it on. Right, what else? What next? Just the last few games, I thought that all season. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's just so composed. He just, I mean, Kylie said before, he has to tell him to switch on a few times because he's literally just, he's too good for this level. Yeah. And I know, obviously, we didn't, we we weren't here for the the post derby uh, reaction, but that 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 assist for Jota's goal. It was anything the whole as good defense as Neves from, has put in. Yeah. It was just fantastic. He seems to with it sort of periodically, you know, just add an extra part to his game. Almost, you know. Mm. When he first started, it was you know probably putting his feelers out in terms of the league and trying to get to get to grips with the standard, and then suddenly you know he's he's stepping out with the ball, you know he's playing left foot, right foot, then he starts playing one twos with his with his midfielders and things, and and now it's all forty yards defensively mm. passes now, so soon he'll be s- smashing thirty yard screamers into the corner. Mm. I think it still what? makes me laugh how much of a tank he is, and how people still fall for his drop of the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's just no acceleration <laughs> no. behind it, but it works every it time. It still makes time. it look graceful, though, yeah. as well, to be fair. I was saying to the guy next to me, the only reason I think he's a defender is he just can't be asked to run that much. Because <laughs> he looks like he could fit in pretty much anywhere. He's got that much technical ability. Yeah. But now he's quite happy just there, picking the ball up, pirouetting, dinking it over 40 yards. I actually think, in a way, he's arguably the most important loan signing to make permanent because of the way Nuno really sets out Start from the back, mm. you know, mm. get your defence right and the rest will follow. And if you took Bolly out of that back line, I know it, it's been a while. It, it, we obviously had that spell when he wasn't in the team. Um, Miranda done okay, but no, nobody's telling me they have the confidence in that back three that mm. they do when Bolly's mm. in there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. you know, yeah. he's an absolute multiplier on it. And you're almost talking potential sort of bottom off back three as, as it stands right now with Bolly in there, but without. Mm. Yeah, you got. You can't mm. say the same. I did a disservice to Bolly honestly, where I compared him to Mangala because he's same sort of build. hasn't Isn't really fast as such, but he's that much better on the ball. I mean, I know he went to they paid thirty million for Mangala, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. look what yeah. Bakari done to him. I know. So <laughs> yeah, get but if he's if he's assigned Bolly for ten million, if he has one good season in the Prem, that's another one that you double tripling you. Mm-hmm. Your money back, and that's what Fausten are here for, isn't that? And then France International, who knows what yeah. the rest of them. I mean, he's 27, so he's still, you know, just about what, to hit his peak. He's still got plenty of years ahead of him, really. Yeah. You know, he says if he's, his game's based on him being quick, like a. Uh, no. So, I mean, you get him now, you've got him for his peak yeah. when he finally hits it. I mean, t- talking about Bolly and the wider thing, getting players alone in general, I think what's more exciting about this promotion compared to previous is that. We've got the financial clout to actually properly compete. It's not like before where you get that excitement and oh yeah, you've got to get some players to just stay up. We, you know, there's that potential. We can properly go out and get some serious players. Mm. Obviously, thanks to our uncle Mendes, but we've got the clout now. We can actually yeah. going, and that's why I think it's so exciting to be linked with a thirty million plus striker mm. at this stage. is just incredible. I mean, when we went up and we signed Kevin Doyle, six and a half million. I know like we just said about the market moving on. In the modern day, that would probably be a 10 to 12 million pound sort of signing for Doyle. So to be looking at players far in advance of that, it's very much that they're saying, oh, we're not looking at finishing 17th next season. We're looking at 7th. It seems like they've genuinely got ambition there to get up there and make an impact now. Mm. It's great. When they did the interview with Dalrymple after, after the celebrations, yeah, and yeah. he was there in the hallway <laughs> with like the little people, workers in the background trying not to get in the camera. <laughs> I mean, when he said, we're, we're not going up there to make the numbers, we're going up there to compete, yeah. I literally tingled. <laughs> <laughs> when when he's saying that, he's, he's got to be, he tells, Moxie wouldn't have said made a statement like that. No. And if I said, he has in the past though, isn't he? I remember Moxie saying once at a live event that they want to be. Like a, the, a, the, a size of Everton, as it were. 
that that level of competing at that kind of stuff. The standard. problem was you couldn't mm. believe it with them. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get the likes of Neves, Jota, Boleg, etc., etc., to play in the championship. What can we get in the Prem? That's what I mean. That's why it's so exciting. Taliska. <laughs> Honestly, you're just so, so perfect. Um, and just before we get into the blue game, see, the other thing I want to mention is about is Mendes, because the theme of this season from some media has been Mendes and the connection. Is it a bit of an insult to this team that that is where some of the focus is this season? Is the relationship or the apparent ooh, relationship with Mendes rather than how Nuno and the team have performed and outshone this league? Extremely. It's not like a championship manager where you add a manager and you're stealing all the best players mm. and selling Danny back for a hundred million. Is we've we've may have exploited a loophole, who knows? But you've still got to build a squad with the discipline and the integrity to actually do do well in this league. Mm. You don't just play free, you can't play pretty football forty six games of the season in the championship, it doesn't work. The, uh, from mm. playing from the back. It's been our biggest strength this season. You invite teams on, and we've got that much pace on the counter attack. We just we pick teams off. Mm. The championship's proven time and time again how it will just you know eat you up and spit you out if if you don't take it seriously. And you know, all due respect to Nuno, who has absolutely you know not left a stone unturned in making sure that we're prepared for forty six game season and you know walking away with it in the end. And that's such an underrated factor into, into the way things have gone and it's an easy thing for you know the national media to pick up on the George Mendes factor because he's a he's a well-known name in football yeah. obviously and you know it's it's a much more of a new story than um, you know Nuno's a good manager and he's done very well with Wolves it's mm. it's just you know straight away picking up on you know a, a really contentious issue and it'll happen again next season uh, part of me thinks it's no, not necessarily you know, a bad thing because Nuno will get on with his job. Um, it deflects the attention yeah. a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes yeah. it like a siege mentality as well, doesn't yeah. it? But also against them. And I guess it's no mean feat what Nuno's done this season to to blending players like Costa, Cav. I know they were there before um, with your your new superstars coming mm. in, your Jota and your, your Neves. But you've also got a seventy grand right back in in <laughs> Doherty. You know he's. Come through. He's did was he seventeen when we signed him? Yeah. I think so. So he's been here a, a good stretch of time. We've got a free transferring goal and at centre half, and he has blended everybody together. Mm. And you can see it's a team now. It's not just oh we'll give the ball to Neves. He'll make something happen. You know they actually give a shit, which is just it's so good to see. When we turned up first game of the season, and the team lineup came out, and it, it was like Cody's playing centre back. Where's that sort of come from? And that big things like that is is how our seasons be, become as easy as it is. Because saying keep going, playing from the back, and then allowing like the logs of Nevers and Sace and Jota to do what they need to do going forward. It's a perfect balance. Cause, you know, people would have laughed at you know Wolves have brought in a, a foreign manager who, as like Andy says, has had to blend old and new regimes, mm. a whole new different backroom staff. Not throwing money, but we've kind of just picked it out of, of the Mendes book. You know, you, typically you would look at that and go, "Well, that won't work, will it?" I think typically, but then yeah. it's worth what people are missing, which what Dan was kind of pointing out is that they've all they've all blended together. Nuno himself and the t- he's he's found a, a way to get everyone to work from whatever ability. I think it's at. important to understand though that we brought in players of a certain mentality and character mm. and age. That means they are hungry and trying to prove something. Mm. This club's been taken for a ride by so many footballers in the past that have got big reputations, you know, probably slightly on the wane in their careers, but they're, in theory, capable of doing yep. a job in the Division 1 at the time or the Championship, wherever they've been. And, you know, we've suffered as a result of it. But, you know, when you bring in the right mentality and the right characters and people at the right period of their careers, you know, you, then you can build on it. Excited. Mm-hmm. I'm really I think excited. The other thing is that the fact that the board went all in. It wasn't like when Morgan bought in Solback and then we're saying, right, well, we're going to look at doing this, this, and this. And then none of that ever happened. So he was talking about the director of football, wasn't mm. he? Changing the backroom staff, changing the way. But none of that happened. Whereas Fosen have very much said, no, we're not looking at doing this. This is what we're doing. And they've backed up everything they've said. <clears throat> It took them a year to do that, but 
Yeah. They've absolutely, yeah. you know, gone, yeah. gone ahead and... Well, talk, they just went back to plan A. Script, yeah. They went back to plan A. I, I, you know, I just feel that with this whole Lopetegui thing, they probably had a plan. Mm-hmm. Lopetegui, what, obviously, apparently, pulls out last minute, gets the Spain job, and they just think, crap, what are we going to do now? And then, obviously, this summer, they've probably gone, well, we can start all over again now. And it's worked. You, mm-hmm. you would think, if things had happened last season, would it have gone the same? Would we be here a season later in the Premier League, <clears> hopefully on a successful season? But it's something managers it, we've done it. Well... You know, there was a time when people thought Lambert in it as well, you know, and you think go back to the end of last season. So who knows what might have been. I said after that, when you, the, the, that um, release on YouTube, after we beat Liverpool with the Oasis in the background, I was convinced Lambert was the man we were still going to make the playoffs. <laughs> but fate. Nuno, we, Nuno was meant to come here. I was meant to fall in love with this man. <laughs> <laughs> and I've already fallen out of reels. Oh, it's going to be such an exciting summer. And we've still oh, got yeah. three games to go. It's great. Imagine if like the teletext was still good and you saw rumours who was being linked to. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers. Uh, before we go to the Blues games, a couple of little bits. Just want to say uh, well done to our very own Roy Hoops. Um, he completed the staff's half marathon at the weekend. He set to raise over £1,500 for Birmingham Children's Hospital. So Brilliant. a little well Brilliant. done there well to Roy as well. Um, okay, let's go straight into the Blues game. Then in Wolves... One two nil in the the Wolves Blues Derby. Is, is there a name to it? The M six Derby. Goals from Jota and Afobi gave Wolves a win. And, and gentlemen, really, we talked about this kind of anticlimax to the promotion, but in parts, it was a bit of a routine, boring game. Uh, Blues did, you know, come at Wolves at times and had a couple of chances, but really, it was it was easy pickings, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, there's that that double save at the beginning from oh, Woody. Yeah. Had one of those two efforts gone in, then it possibly would have been a different game going 1-0 down. But, I mean, they were outstanding saves. And then from that point on, we sort of cruised into it. They never really laid a glove, well, so they didn't lay a glove on us, they'd lay some studs on us. <laughs> that ref was an absolute embarrassment, mm. but again, that seems to be the standard, doesn't it? But, yeah, like you say, it was just routine. I think, you know... The old song always used to go one nil to the Arsenal, but two nil to the Wanderers is you know, probably <laughs> yeah yeah somewhere along those lines. I think um, I had looked. We've done it nine times this season, two nil, and well, that doesn't sound like a lot. It's a little that's, stat there. Mm-hmm. That's like probably that's I'm pretty certain that's the most frequent score. That's like twenty five percent of the game, exactly, like, is, uh, which is ridiculous. And I think it's it's you know it goes to show again. I mean, people we've been compared to Man City a number of times this season, but we're not we're not of that. You know, Man City would go on and probably do four or five sixes. Um, but we just suffocate teams. When we're 1-0 up, you have not got a prayer in mm, real terms. Mm. And, you know, find we, we you know, it might have been Birmingham in the game for a long period of that of time. But in real terms, they weren't laying a glove on us. You know, you can <coughs> by scoreline, fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, football changes, things happen in the game within a split second. But there's no way somebody watching that game actually felt that Birmingham were in the, in the tie at any time. I mean, they were a club who were playing four four two with David Davies up front. Yeah. I mean... How times have changed. Jesus Christ. David Davies is a striker. <laughs> and he was just awful. And I, it, does, it amazes me to think a few years ago we had him in our team. Yeah. Know, how far we've come. And it epitomised with that first goal, the build-up to it and the, 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 the pass across the box by Doty and Jot with the tap-in. Some lovely work. I thought the size, slight pass to Doherty was brilliant, but mm. then... The, you see, like the replay and the Neves pass before, it's just you shouldn't be picking them passes out. Mm. There's like like only a small little window to get in, and it just makes it look so easy. It's just another game that we we bludgeoned them to death with possession. And what's what you're saying? Whenever we go one up in a game, there ain't many teams that's going to cause us problems because yeah. we're that disciplined at the back. And the more they start coming forward, we just pick them off every we just, time. We just play on that high line. Once we get mm. possession, you just keep pushing that defence further and further. Well, he was about 35 yards out at one point. We was we was that high <laughs> up the pitch, which it's just ridiculous. how we literally. Just kill teams with possession. I think the first goal highlighted again the importance of the wing backs and their best attacking player was just chasing Doherty all mm, game, yeah. literally. Um, and I'm sure he didn't sign up for that at the start of the season. <laughs> but yeah, you just you know the plan worked well. There was a lovely stat um, that went did the Twitter rounds after that game was uh, between I think it was between the 70th and the 80th minute. Wolves had 93 percent possession. Which, it's incredible, you know. Yeah, that we're down to 10 right? men then, though. Yeah, we're down to 10 men. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Yeah, still, still. That's still ridiculous. But they were just nowhere near us. <laughs> they, they just did nothing when 
oh, it was they were terrible. And, and even before terrible the second team. goal, I just felt like it just turned into a, a routine training match at one point. It was just no one, Birmingham weren't really in it. Walter pushing for a goal, but if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. It wasn't any further. And then obviously a phobie, all of a sudden, chips him in the goal. So lovely through ball from Ndai mm. as well for yeah. that. A lovely FIFA-style chip over the goal. Yeah, 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 he triangled yeah, yeah. that one through. You always want that finish. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I just like talking about the tackling. I think Nevers was targeted. Was the only thing I could really think. You of could from see, that game. yeah. Every time he picked up the ball, they were straight on him. Not, I don't think they were necessarily going to injure him, but they wanted to leave their mark. I think the other thing is as well. Some of the tackles probably weren't as bad as he made them look, but he did that to try and alert the referee to mm. suggest, you know, come on, One like, could yeah. protect me at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because if he didn't stay down, the referee's not going to bat an eyelid whatsoever, is he? So it's kind of him, sort of a bit of a cry out for help in real terms because they, they weren't trying to play football with him. He was just, you know, who's who's going to be the, the famous guy to sort of snap Ruben Neves mm. in half? You know, he's trying to make a name for himself almost, yeah. it felt like. But, yeah. I agree with what you said, that yeah. some of them didn't look as bad. I ain't seen the highlights, but some of them didn't look like they properly caught him. Yeah. The, the, the one that looked bad to me was when the shoulder just jotter in the face. Literally just, mm. just turned his body and banged straight that, into that the That was side the worst one body. for me. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were the same at their place. Though. It was, it was just, even worse. Yeah. Just kick the shit out of Jota for 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, who would you give your working man's man of the match to on that game? Oh. Who would you dot your cap and give you full pack of or pint of goal into for me, it was Saez on Saturday. Mm. I liked everything they did on Saturday. Saez and Costa were the two that everyone pointed yeah. out to. I think Costa possibly just edges it for me. I thought Costa was great. It looked like he'd done some really good things without actually doing anything really yeah. good, mm. you know what I mean, in terms of a goal or an assist. But yeah, I think Saez had a really good game, to be mm. fair. So we're saying Neves isn't in contention for once. We only played 65 minutes, so I think you need to get to 70 to no, be consistent. His shooting just wasn't there on um, Sunday no. for me. Yeah. He, had, he, he had enough no. sighters, but I think if I had as many as his, I would have got at least one. Hitting the target's not enough, really, is no, it? No, I want at least one off the bar. Yeah. In off the bar. Um, I got the feeling in the run-up to the game that uh, Wolves didn't want anybody to go on the pitch <laughs> really had that feeling. Um, and it was we, mentioned, and, wasn't it? Yeah, and did we, as, as the game went on near the end, just the swarms of stewards and police, especially down the South Bank and the um, the Steve Ball it, It's almost like they knew where it was going to come from. <laughs> and obviously full-time, everybody behaved themselves, apart from three, uh, three uh, lovely people from the South Bank. But did anyone notice, um, I don't know from if you watched it on the telly or people in the telly, uh, Craig Garner going absolutely ballistic at the referee? Yeah, my mum pointed it out to me because I, I missed it. Because I think one of the people, shall we say, who got on the pitch was jeering on the Blue Nose yeah. fans. And Gardner didn't like it. He tried to go over to the guy and start some trouble and one of the security stopped him. And then Gardner tried to fight the security guard as well. Which, I said, why, why are you getting rolled up by that? I mean, I couldn't if Gardner had gone over and tried to hit one of the Birmingham players... Okay, fair enough, piling on him, he deserves it. But he hadn't, so he was just looking for a rook for no reason. Yeah. Mm. It says a lot about the mentality of uh, certain players, doesn't it, that? We all behaved ourselves. Yes, we, we did. We all did. Um, do you think it might have been one, though, if if it was the game to clinch promotion? Do you think it might have happened? If we'd have won promotion, if winning meant we'd got promotion, yeah, I think that probably would have been a, everyone on the pitch. Anyway. That Brentford goal didn't sell the the day, but obviously just brought everyone down to earth that it was already done. Don't ruin it, boy. Going on the pitch and mm. guarding the Blues fans. I think everybody was too hungover for it, weren't they? <laughs> well, I yeah. that as well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so all in all, gentlemen, it's nice to beat Birmingham, isn't it, really? It's lovely. In the context. God, I, I that was missed. Like... In some ways, that was missed, wasn't it? It was a, a local derby win. It just felt like a normal routine it, yeah. game. because. There was just a golfing class, I think, mm. yeah. That's one thing I've noticed with Nuno and the way we've been building up with him. He's very much about doing it properly and being focused. So the players never... Against Villa, I never felt like the players thought it was a local derby. It mm. came from the fans. The players saw it as, we need to win this match, yeah. not we need to beat our local rivals. I think... Which is probably the right way to yeah. do it, not in, you know, don't go in with emotions. The British mentality is to always bring it down to the, the rivalry and bring a lot of emotion yeah. to the game. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Whereas Nuno is virtually every game, just remove any sort of emotion, you know, just think about your job, think about what you got to do and the result will come. Forget all the getting involved in all mm. the passion and things like that. You see it when he's quite when pragmatic in that yeah. way, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, fine, celebrate your goals and stuff like that. But when it comes to doing the job, just switch back on. Mm. It was good. It was good to win. Right, let's dip into uh, email corner, the email bag. Got this massive bag here. <laughs> going to dip into the bag here. We're going to pick out an email here from Joel Bursum, long-time listener from the US. Anyone want to guess where he's from? Delaware. Houston. No, that was a long um, shot. Houston. Nope. Yeah. New England. Oh, uh, Oregon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that part of the world. Mm. Uh, so uh, Joel emails in, long-time listener, um, and before he gets to his question, he talks about how he was watching the game against Cardiff um, a few weeks ago, and he was watching it obviously at work in the middle of the day, and his co-workers couldn't understand why he was jumping up and down screaming <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when nice. watching the game. And he does point out legally... Through his computer screen. Yeah. But he emailed us the other day to say he did the exact same thing when Nevis' goal went in for Derby. Yeah. And obviously everybody in the office was like, Again. What, what, what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong? I can't even imagine witnessing that moment at work. Just when Nevis' oh! goal. Yeah. <laughs> what's happened to the toilet? I've got to go to the <laughs> What's happened to the accounts? What's happened to them? <laughs> Who on earth has he got away with that? That is manager having a word. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah, that's coming into the course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oregon so- Wolves, are we? <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on the email, Joel, to say, as it looks like we're heading uh, to the Premier League, well, obviously it happens now, my question for all of you is, how do I best explain Wolves' history and legacy to my football-living workmates? Uh, lots of Arsenal, Everton and Man U fans over here who will be seeing the team on American TV for the first time. I'm going to try my best to recruit more fans to the Golden Black Army uh, over here and need your help. And there's another question from Joel in a sec, but... I guess to what American fans who don't know about Wolves, who we are, how do you best describe the history it's if you really were trying to shorten it Be- down? Yeah. I think now with having Fosen at the helm, this is probably a question that they're asking themselves, to be perfectly mm. honest, because they're going to crack be, that China audience. Th- they will be. They'll be looking at selling Wolves to the, the global market now. That's a <sighs> great question. Town motto, or city motto now of out of darkness cometh light seems to sum Wolves up quite well. We've got quite a, you know, we've been through the the murky crap of our history in some point, and coming through it now, looking at the light, I think that sort of sells wolves quite well. I think a good place to start is the start, and we are founding members of the football mm-hmm. league. At the end yeah. of the day, it's it's a tag we we should be proud mm-hmm. of, and you know, it, there's there's many things we could pick out in our history that we've been the first to do you know yep. obviously we talk about the floodlit football in the 50s mm. you know playing against European teams in friendlies first team to win every single division I believe yeah. um, basically created yeah. basically created the European Cup exactly there's uh, you know it's um, you know you can pick out moments but if you if you to sum it up it's it's a club that's you know probably spanned the, the length and breadth of English football mm. as a whole mm. um, in a way and has featured you know I bet everybody's got a story to tell about yeah. Wolves. Every 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 club in the country has probably, you know, in some way, shape or form had a connection with mm. us and you know, that's probably something quite unique, I'd suggest. Yeah, yeah. and I, I get this feeling that perhaps as a fan base spread across this country, there's probably a lot of Wolves fans compared to other teams. If you had to do maybe like a top five of fans who live outside of Wolverhampton, I bet you Wolves fans would be in that easily mm. be in that top five, maybe with what Leeds and yeah, and Manchester so. and Liverpool, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say they've come out of the woodwork now, but you, you hear so many more, you know, like emails from, from mm. this fan himself, you know, people abroad support Wolves. You see Dubai Wolves on Twitter, you know, mm. they're always putting yeah. photos up of the, where they're a, a Jap- watching a Japanese game. account as yeah. well. And, yeah. yeah, there's a Brazil Wolves, Houston yeah. Wolves, uh, Colorado yeah, It Wolves really opens well. your own eyes as to yeah. how big, you know, a yeah. thing this is. Yeah, definitely. Dan? History of Wolves legacy. Everyone's a Wolves fan deep down. <laughs> they just haven't graced. The They're in denial. Yeah, they really are. We're the working man's underdog of a team. It's it's it's, it's a rollercoaster being a Wolves fan, and you once you've stepped in that ground, you, you'll only realise it then. There is something very salt of the earth about Wolves as well, mm-hmm. isn't there? He, he does. We, we've never lost that identity of being, like you say, the working man's club, like. 
You look at Man United and stuff and the prawn sandwiches and and what have you. We've never gone down that road. We've always been quite proud of our heritage. Something very real about it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. One city club. Yeah. The realest guys in the room. Shadow of a doubt. And again, you know, there aren't many teams who have won the league title and then been fighting for their lives at the bottom of the fourth Mm. division. You know, Mm. there's probably, you know, thousands of Wolves fans that can literally say they've, they've experienced it all. And you know, they got gives us a good, you know, idea of what football means to us. I, I did get into a not a heated debate, but a bit of a disagreement with an Arsenal fan on Twitter yesterday who seemed to be uh, more over in his self pity that they were gonna finish at the top four for a second season in a row. And I pretty much said unless you've experienced like back to back relegation, you don't mm. know where you, where you, whether your club's gonna be even around anymore, just get a grip. Some people, Man United fans are the worst. They've had it good for so long because of Ferguson. Now things aren't as good as they used to be. They'll pick any force. So they're rallying behind the team. Newcastle have been the greatest example for that this season. Boredom just completely ruining the club. Benitez has barely spent any money, but the fans are still there every week, mm. backing mm. them. And they've just survived another season in the Prem. I think with Glory Hunters, it's the path that they chose. You know, let them go. We don't yeah. need these people. They're, they're just, they're, we don't need these people. They're just weak yeah. individuals. Glory hunters are. I, I hate them. I mean, I really, it's all relative, really but they've got no real passion for the club. Not true. They've just got. Not really. No, they've just got the passion for winning. And a lot of I remember when Chelsea first got the money, and a lot of people I knew who were United fans all of a sudden started looking to to Chelsea and think, okay. So you know where your heart lies, and it's not really with the football, is it? How hard is it really to just to pick a team and just like really commit yourself to them? Mm. It's easier to commit to a football team than a woman. <laughs> Speak for yourself, there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Dancers walking out the room, <laughs> door shut. But generation, generationally, sorry. When you speak to a players gone by, they always seem to. Pick out a Wolves player from the past. There's, Wolves, mm. in some ways, I think what Dan was pointing to, have had a connection to other people in some regard over the years. Yeah, because I remember um, the old Swede, Lars Lagerbeck, is it the old Swedish yeah. manager? Mm. Apparently, he's a massive fan of Wolves because he loved Derek Dugan. That was one of his favourite players. It was one of the first games in, in Sweden to be live on telly. That's why we've got loads of fans oh, right. over in Oh, Scand- really? Yeah, right. something like that. George Best yeah. apparently was a Wolves yes. fan as yeah, well. Yeah, and yeah. Dennis Irwin yeah, spoke fans, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot... Of, it, it, it's one of these clubs where we do have this massive rich history. And it like is true, yeah. yeah. Extremely. Get yourself down the museum. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys been? Yeah. It's, it's really, really yeah, good. Yeah. It is yeah. really good. Get your boss at work in Oregon... To fund a field trip over to Wolverhampton, take all your staff. <laughs> just find a reason why we need to visit this Wolverhampton yeah. city. Oh, it's just got good connections. <laughs> it's a place to be, Wolverhampton, with that redevelopment by the market as well. We're getting oh, a new yeah. train station yeah. as well soon. Wolverhampton mm-hmm. is on the up. Yes. Thank you, Fosum. <laughs> the hub of England soon. Of the universe. The, the golden powerhouse. Oh, like the million The last bit of Joel's email, he says, uh, perhaps more importantly, I'm already planning my next trip to Monu in the fall. In the fall, gentlemen. Oh, oh ooh la la. Uh, and to watch, to watch What's the that bo- mean? Uh, <laughs> 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 that means when we fall down in the yeah, vision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to watch the boys play, and I'm wondering which pub should I plant uh, on stopping by to meet with any fancast listeners? Now, I need to point out to Joel that I don't think people would openly admit to listening to the podcast. Oh. <laughs> um, so you, some of the Guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go around asking people in Wolverhampton, they will just go, no, yeah, I, I don't Just like a blank it. stare. Yeah, they just a blank stare. Thank us, punish, don't drink. <laughs> they drink pims and... <laughs> so yeah, uh, any pubs, but in general, gentlemen, if you were to tell, if somebody came over here in general, what uh, establishments in Wolverhampton City Centre would you tell them to stop by on a match today? Where would your uh, drinking oh, holes of choice drams always a safe bet for me, I mm. think, yeah. I like the Gifford, mm. just because it's a bit different. It's like match. It's, the thing is, if you go in somewhere like the George Wallace and that, it's just packed and I can't be arsed with that. Yeah, yeah, no, Whereas the right, Gifford, yeah. you ain't got to wait as long and mm. I'd sooner do that. Yeah, I loved uh, Mezzi's reaction to uh, Gifford when we went there <laughs> post-game on Sunday. Yeah, he was... Um, he looks a bit out of his depth. <laughs> Has he never been? No. He, he'd been with us when we went after the full. Oh, you weren't there, were you? No. The full and game. Um, so he had been in there, but 
It was dark. Yeah, it was dark then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll turn our attention to uh, the game of the weekend and it's Wolves away to, to Bolton. Wolves only need a point, of course, to secure the title and we might not even need that depending on the results as well. Uh, Bolton drew away to Barnsley uh, last week in a vital game in the relegation <laughs> battle and Bolton haven't won since that 1-0 win against Villa on the 17th of April, or 17th of March. Uh, two points above the drop um, and they've still got to play Burton away and Forest at home after our game. Uh, is this the perfect uh, antidote to John McKinley? It will be nice to yeah. stick your two fingers up at him on your, if, on your way out. If Blues or Bolton go down, I'll be happy. Barnsley don't deserve to go down. They're a nice little club, Barnsley. <laughs> we like Barnsley. Pat them on the head. Yeah, yeah I mean, we had that one season where I think the biggest of promotion... I think Middlesbrough and Barnsley went up the one season in the in the mid okay. As if Barnsley played Premier League, I'd forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Swindon played Speak Premier Man League. Yeah. 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 John Hendry. So long we're going back there. I was only about seven or eight then. I remember on Match of the Day, and they showed from Oakwell and all the Barnsley fans were chanting about it, just like watching Brazil. I don't know why that just always stuck with me. Was, <laughs> yeah. it, was it Redfern? Neil, Neil Redfern, Redfern playing yeah. for yeah. a time. Yeah. I think, you know, when you think about it, we've got a real big role to play in the relegation battle yeah, at the moment. Massive, um, yeah. Considering we're playing, well, whether Sutherland are going to be doomed at that point, who knows. Um, but, you know, this is a big, big game for yeah. Bolton. Really big game. And I think Burton are probably out of it, but they picked up a great one at the weekend yeah, against Derby. Yeah. So they're just about in it, aren't they? Yeah, five, five points off, I think, something like that. Mm. Um, it looks like it's going to be Blues, Bolton, Barnes. Yeah, going to be taking two of the, the remaining spaces because I think Sunderland are probably doomed. Yeah, Blues have got Fulham at arm last game of the season as well. Have they? They've all got tough runs in. Mm. Yeah, they've all got tough games to play. But you know, Bolton away, we're going to be in high spirits. Mm. And I think, given that there is still something genuine to play for, yeah. there's you know there's not much. Uh, you Winning know. the title and Albion getting relegated on the same weekend. Oh, that, is that a possibility? Oh, can it finally happen? I'm sure, yeah. Would it? Because obviously they, 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 <laughs> they've been hanging on <laughs> yes, so long, it's pissing actually. me off. Well, then, was... then they beat Man United <laughs> as well. But how weird is that, though? They beat Man United. So, does it mean then, even if they won that, because they won that game against Man United, they could still get relegated? Dan's going to take it. They pretty much need to win every they're single game, game, and, and yeah. Yeah. Swans need to lose every game, something daft like that. So, talking about playing our part in the relegation battle, then, and there is still something to play for, generic. Starting eleven for Wolves then, going into Saturday. Change as, as you were, yeah. Just he to wants, make sure want, we clinch the title. He wants to get over that hundred points mark, so I don't see how he can't change it. Yeah, he just wants to have yeah. like a massive hundred plaque yeah. in his house. It, it would have been nice to have seen Norris and maybe Andy Bacar get a bit of a run in the team, just get some minutes under the belt. But I don't think he will. I think he will stick with the, the tried and mm. tested starting eleven. It's just something about he really wants Bonatini to get a goal. Yeah, because yeah. he had a chance. Him having as much minutes yeah. as possible. Yeah. He had a good. Ch- did he have a good chance in the, when he came on on Saturday? Yeah, yeah he, he came on for Captain at one yeah. point. Um, actually, I thought he played all right on Saturday. He's just he's finishing in front of goal. He's just not existent. It, it's yeah, weird it's if you take the performances of the second half of the season bon- out, of, uh, out of context, mm. and you say Bonatini this season twelve goals, five assists on loan for the season. Do you sign him? Mm. If you just looked at those stats, you think, well, yeah, we're going to yeah, sign that course. guy. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? That yeah. this scored so much. The guy on the radar said it right. If he'd have spread those goals and assists sort of throughout the season, mm. it might have forced the end of us having to sign him. But because it all came in September, October, November, I think he's just ain't really give himself a chance of getting signed. Mm. I can't imagine what sort of fee would. Is it Al? Al? Yeah. How much they're going to want for him? It'd be a few mil out of thoughts. It would be sh- a shame to almost, you know, having seen his contribution and, you mm. know, really sort of, he got us going because um, mm. he was yeah. the only striker we had yeah. at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. He was the only striker stri- we had. And, uh, you know, for him to kind of be left behind in that sense would mm. be, you know, a little bit sad. But football doesn't wait for anyone, to yeah. be fair. So you can't really argue with uh, any of Nuno's decision making. But it'd be nice to see him get a game and hopefully get a goal mm. at some point. But um be great to get Carl Henry to lift the trophy with us or something as well. <laughs> yeah. Just for old time sake. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Go on, go, on, go over here. Have a bit of fun. Just comes out at full time in the old golden back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you notice that the, I think there was a lot of players who weren't even in the squad on Saturday seemed to be in full kit? Yes. I think I, I think Burgoyne was one of them. Yeah. I, I, know I didn't want to say anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, was, yeah. I was under the impression that Brighton had gone AWOL again because he was in the background with his full kit on. 
But I think he, has, he hasn't even played on the under-23s recently, as yeah. far as I'm aware. He's been injured, as, as what people have said. On his Instagram, he's, he's putting all the <laughs> inspirational get-fit videos on and stuff, <laughs> isn't he? So, you know, you've got to take his word for it, I guess. Um, and and the, we saw the, the lesser-spotted Rafa Mir yes. as well. Made an appearance. Yes, he was a. Uh, it was Miranda on the bench because Miranda sort of, Vinagre came on as well at some mm-hmm. point. Full kit. I, I think he might have even had his shin pads on as well. <laughs> <laughs> John I'm ready. I'm ready, Gaffer. If you need me, you're yeah. not in the squad. But if you need me, I'm ready. You know, we said obviously said that in the Portuguese voice, but yeah. not in a. It's, know, a, it's okay because it's Wolves. Otherwise, you know, they'd be getting hell for it. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely the guy that gave Jay, John Terry hell for it anyway. I'd so. find it really annoying if at the end of the season we finish on 99 points. And one of these people, who, when yeah. you know, when you see kind of people on, like pundits on TV where it shows the stats mm. and they say they've got 99 appearances, I'm like, oh, can't they just give him another game? It would, it would drive my OCD mad <laughs> if that was the case. I think Pedro of Chelsea scored 99 goals for Barcelona. That'd kill you. Did you not see that stab at Hatem Benarfa for PSG? He's he needs one more minute to get a a league winners medal for PSG, and the manager says he'll never play for PSG again. Yeah, but isn't he throwing parties at the PSG ground without their say so? That's, stuff like that's, this that's well. irrelevant, Andy. We all he's have a good been, party. He's been an absolute baller over there. He's been but great. When you sign Ben Arfie, you've got to realise that's what he comes Oh, yeah. With. He's batshit crazy. He, he, I mean, are you going to Sunderland? No. no. I'm planning to. Yeah. He enjoyed Newcastle like we're all going to enjoy Newcastle. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kebabs galore. Can you just imagine like, if all loads of their squad gets injured and he's just sitting on the bench going, well. <laughs> you have to go and put me on now. <laughs> Just selects a fan out the ground. Yeah, yeah. You can play. Uh, uh, well, let's do predictions then. Let's do predictions for Bolton away. Will Wolves get the necessary point uh, to claim that championship title? Andy, your prediction for yeah, Bolton? Yeah, we'll get three points. It's yeah. two nil. Two nil. Standard. Dan? Yeah. Four uh, two Wolves. Four two. Oh, goal fest. I think they might get the first goal, but then we'll go through the gears and absolutely embarrass them. <laughs> I'm hoping Bully's going to be in the away end and John McGillie's yeah. going to be in the arm end. <laughs> so you're just going to give them a bit of hope and just rack it from them. And we've got previous of scoring pretty good goals against Bolton as well, so mm. I'm hoping to see a couple what, of screamers. Yeah. What was the first game? 4-0? 4-1. 5-1. 5-1, yeah. Gully, prediction for that two one? 2-0. 2-0. I'll say 3-0. We're up now. I can, I can say yeah, what I want. Just thinking <laughs> what springs to mind about um, Bolton. They've got that um, girl that does vlogs on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be good to watch her again. Luke really Thompson upsetting. springs to mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just want to see her crying <laughs> at the end of the video. Luke Thompson springs to mind for Bolton. That's a story for another day. Um, <laughs> right, let's do Twitter corner then. Your questions, of course, uh, answered. And uh, yeah, we'll, you'll ask, we'll answer. Andrew Gill, if you could only do one... He's going to say my name then. <laughs> Uh, uh, if you could only do one away game next year and you have to go fancy dressed where and what as go um, to the Emirates wearing one of those really long Arsene Wenger style <laughs> jackets and just slug con- try to zip it up the whole game <laughs> <laughs> Dan any question that is to be fair it's got to be just... there. that new ground looks awesome yeah I want to see the glass tunnel and everything yeah. it just sounds brilliant because it just frosts up doesn't it straight away yeah yeah I'm going to go to Newcastle dressed as Danny Murphy because <laughs> I can score as myself then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put a Fulham shirt on yeah. that's it yeah, yeah, what, what he, has some, he has some right jumpers he wears on match of the day he does don't he <laughs> yeah sorry carry on no, you could go to Mini Shearer though to be fair yeah it's, I hadn't seen it until now yeah, <laughs> it's, it's even worse without the, without the glasses, yeah. that that, that that um, haggard aged look in the face and the ball <laughs> shaved and head. Sky Saxon work on it. Um, there's a question from Stu here, our very own Stu, um, more for Andy here, saying, Did you realise there was a giant, or when did you realise there was a giant bat in the Gifford? Honestly, it's every time I go there, I forget it's there. And then look up and see it, and it's like the first time I've seen it every single time. It's at the back in the courtyard if you don't know it. Go to the Gifford, basically. Yeah, go to the Gifford. Have a it's point. Great. Uh, the old Golden Black uh, says, "Is this the best promotion?" If you're comparing, I think we talked about this before. Maybe, maybe the playoff one. It depends how you look is at the it. Context. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the moment, the playoff will always be yeah the greatest. But in terms of the possibilities post promotion, now 100 percent this one. Yeah, definitely. Anyone else? We've made this promotion too easy for it to be the most enjoyable one. 
and then you get, you get like the moments like Reading in the playoffs and all the games that led to it. We've just bossed this league this season, mm. haven't we? The playoff one's probably the most special to me as well, mm. I'd say. I suppose it's all coming down to that one final 90 minutes and beating Neil Warnock. It's yeah. just great. Yeah, I think also just because of the playoff heartache we'd had for so many yeah. years, just to finally get there. Mm. Um, Alex Beckett says, uh, Curl, Polay, Butler and Breen... This is a Messi's dream here. Uh, put these Warhorse defenders in orders of in order of preference for building a defence around. Curl, Pole, uh, Butler, and Breen. So put them in order of um, building a defence around. Well, you, we all so, dream of a team of Gary Breen's, didn't it? So. Of course. So I guess <coughs> so success-wise, Paul yeah. Butler was the most successful out of all four, though, wasn't he? He was but for Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. A big fan of Keith Curl. Oh, I liked Keith yeah. Curl back in yeah, the day. He, he could sort of usher player. a ball out from the halfway line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he could. And, and to be fair, he was a right dirty bastard, but yeah. he knew when the ref weren't looking, yeah, so that's yeah. when he did it. He missed a pants against the Albion. That's the only drawback. Yeah, forget that. Gary Breen. So saying Breen is the top one. Was Polly there as well? Ludo. Yeah, Ludo. Ludo everyone was, loved Ludo. Yeah, Ludo he scored was, against the Albion. Like, this is yeah. a tough question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, Breen, when we had him, was at right at the tail end of his career, wasn't yeah. he? And he wasn't quite the player. So we're basically saying we can't pick one, so we're just going to pick all four in a defence and build the team around yeah. all four. Just imagine yeah. them, you know, having to defend for their lives for the last five minutes of the game. <laughs> that is what you'd want. I'm just going to make Mez hate me and say, I, I, out of four, I'd, I'd rather we didn't have Paul Butler in, yeah. even in the questioning. Never even rated him, to be honest. Did he, did he even Never score many him. goals, Paul Butler? He didn't score many at all, but he was Mez technically club captain at the time we got promoted. Mez yeah. just threw yeah. his final tablet up the wall. Mez, to Mez has got a, or yeah. probably got a DVD <laughs> oh, of, of the Paul Rutter year. Greatest yeah. hits. You'll, we'll get a message in the group chat later. Which is, Chris which, Merrick yeah. has left the group. He is <laughs> someone that looks like he's enjoyed his retirement, to be fair, from what I've oh, seen. Oh, hell yeah. 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 <laughs> he was drinking in Barnes, he was Paul Butler was. Was he? Yeah, he's, got, he's still got like a full-on indie mop haircut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, magically, magically, uh, which game are you looking forward to most next season? Loads of games, so Man United away. We'll yeah. beat them. This team right yeah. now. Forget any new signs. We play our B game against Man United. We'll beat them. Yeah, Nuno that. against Mourinho. Is just Never is better than yeah. Pogba. And, and also Man City Wolves Part Two. Yeah, we've yeah. got to finish with a full strength eleven against them. I'd yeah. like to see that. Yeah, we need a clean finish to that match. We do. Like wrestling, wrestling reigns. I really want to, you know, <laughs> can't res- mention wrestling. No, I, I want to deal sorry. with Bournemouth as well. I really want to just give them a good hiding. Yeah, they, they've been uh, something about me off when they long. were in the championship. I really yeah. disliked and a phobia, a phobia winner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex Moore, our very own Alex Moore, of course. Uh, Cherry Bakewell, apple pie, mince pie, or French fancy? Your favourite? Apple pie. Oh, that's tough, that is, because I'm leaning to the French fancy. I think Cherry Bakewell. Yeah? yeah. Bit of Bakewell. Yeah. At least his food sessions are better than his music. <laughs> <laughs> French fancy for me. <laughs> I'm just glad no one's gone for mince pie. I don't know if you're no, disgusting. I can't stand it. The texture and everything yeah, is just all wrong. I know, I'll have, a, I'll have a mince pie at Christmas. Oh, no. Not any other time of the year, though. Exactly, that's the thing. Yeah. You, you wouldn't choose no, to have no, one, no, would no, you? No. It's just because it's Christmas. It's like, it's like sprouts. Yeah, I'm yeah. not really enough sprouts oh. in the middle of July. Crack the barbecue up and let's get the sprouts on the go. Sam says, Horse, Miranda, Bart, Bennett, keep one, loan one, sell two. Horse, Bart, Bennett. So, Horse, Miranda, Bart, Bennett, keep one. I'd keep Bennett. Keep Bennett. Yeah, so you keep yeah. one, you loan one, and you sell two of them. I'd loan that nice. horse. Yeah. yeah. Sell the other two. And yeah, Miranda and Bart. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that yeah, came to happen. Yeah. It's a shame Danny Badger staying good enough. I think he'll be gone in the summer. If he's well, got any sort of desire to do well for himself, he's got to, he's got to go in the summer to get game time, isn't he? Mm. I mean, pers- well, well, personally, I would, I'd be keeping... Bennett loaning 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 horse and, and selling the other two. I won't be surprised yeah. if Danny Bart ends up getting promoted with someone else. Yeah, in, in a team that go, in a team that yeah. builds itself around him in the way that we spoke about, like building a yeah. team around this Butler, is his, Green, or I, I can see him being a success defender. somewhere yeah. else. I really can. This is his third promotion. Sometimes no. the move away mm-hmm. is the best thing is, for yeah. a player as well. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday there's a chance he'll always yeah. go back to Sheffield mm. Wednesday and mm. if he wants to get in the India team he's got to start playing games regularly true, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> they ain't going to pick him otherwise they ain't going to pick him otherwise <laughs> uh, final question comes from Jake Morgan um, if every Bond for example Roger Moore uh, Sean Connery each described a current Wolves player who would it be? 
So you're going to pick a Bond to a Wolves player. Sean Connery and Nash. <laughs> oh, Scott. He'd, he'd pronounce it properly as well. He would, he would, yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. It's, one of, it's always the questions that we need more time to prepare for. I really hate Bond, so I, don't, I haven't got an answer to it. Yeah. Sean Connery never... I'm just trying to think of who looks like who, to be honest, right now. Pierce Brosnan and Leo Bonatini, maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude, that was probably a really bad I'm show. I'm not a massive Bond fan. I, I, don't just, I just think of like, the Alan Partridge episode with... Um, That's the, the best the thing about yeah. James Bond. Yeah. Stop Partridge. ruining Bond! <laughs> when when it's Idris Elba, we can have Willy Body as Idris Elba, can't we? We can, yeah. I'd 100% be up for that. Idris yeah. Elba's class. Yeah. It would make it more interesting. It would. It mm. would. I much yeah. prefer Jason Bourne. It's the other JB. He makes much better films. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Nevers. Conroy. That is a good shout. It's a good shout. Yeah, it's a good shout. And the impression, even better. Yeah. yeah, I'm still thinking of Alan Potter, to be honest. <laughs> okay, and that's yeah, it. The ruined. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it. We're done for this week, and it's. Well, it's all fun, gentlemen, isn't it? We've done it. It's been wonderful. What's Portuguese for We Are Going Up, Dave? Um. Look over there. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, Hill and Smith Limited and Opera Creative. And you can follow us all week for your lols and trolls on social media. Just type in Wolves Fancast and you'll find us in there. And we'll be back next week to talk about that game against Bolton. Hopefully so. A championship winning game with two games to go after that. Lovely stuff. Uh, but for this week and this uh, promotion, kind of party. We kind of missed out on the banners and that. But oh well. It's Bob from Gully. See ya. Bye from Dan. See you later. Bye from Andy. Happy promotion, everyone. Bye from me. See you next time.